It's the time, it's the time to drop you some dimes. This is the Fantasy Dimes Podcast with your hosts, Hasni Vargas and Sal Kermali. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Fantasy Dimes Podcast. You're here joined by Sal Kermali, Hasni Vargas, and we're back. I know we took a little break. Sorry, last week was a little bit busy for me. I was traveling for work. I was doing a lot of things. Hasni was waiting for me. I, I stood Hasni up. Hasni, my bad. I apologize, but we're back and we're going to be better because week three, we're going to act like it never happened. In a sense, we're going to move on to week four. We're going to do what week four did. Week four started yesterday with the bang. Husney, take us to week four. Take us to that Jaguars-Bengals game because a lot of us at the halftime, we were we were a little trippy. You know, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, in, uh, in Survivor, I saw me and you both. We haven't talked about Survivor this whole season. And me and you both somehow picked the Bengals. And we were the only two to pick the Bengals. And at halftime, I'm sitting there, uh, Trevor Lawrence on the one-yard line, uh, up 14-0, about to take a 21-0 lead and probably end the game at that point because I don't think they can mount a comeback at that point. And we're looking like we're eliminated from this thing. And all of a sudden, they get a fourth down stop. And they turn over the ball. They take it to halftime, down 14-zip. And then they come out in the second half and just absolutely kill them and change the momentum. It was, it was really a game of two halves. I mean, the Jags were all over it the first half, and it just looked like the Bengals were tired. But second half, they came back and they pulled through. Yeah, I could, I could not believe, like, I had so much riding on in that game, right? I had Joe Burrow in one league. I had Joe Mixon in one league. I had the Bengals defense in one league. I had Tyler Boyd in one league. I had uh, a, a bet. I had the survivor. I had... Like, it was so many things riding on that game. And it's crazy how one game on – if this was a Sunday, no one's watching Bengals-Jaguars. It's a Thursday night game. Everybody's eyes are on it. Great game. Ended up becoming a good game for both Burrow and uh, and Joe Mixon for, for, for a bit. I mean, he had a great stretch there. And at the end of the game, obviously, he was hurt. But I think it was a great game. And honestly, it came down to the wire. That's what you expect Thursday night. That's what you want. Yeah, and I hope these guys can stick around because I would love to see Burrow versus Lawrence again because that was definitely – a lot of people were kind of doubting this game before it happened. And I was like, you know what? It's going to be a good game because they have two solid quarterbacks. And there was no rookie mistakes. There were zero turnovers in that game, which was yeah. amazing. It was a clean game. There were very few flags. So it was fun to see. And it was, it was just a great shootout overall. Um, I mean, like we said, the first half, James Robinson, 64 yards, a touchdown. Lawrence, 127 yards, nothing crazy, but one rushing touchdown. And Burrow and those guys just couldn't get it going. But honestly, the, the moment I saw Carlos Hyde was inactive, I was like, it's just James, James, James Robinson season, and, right? Like, well, it's crazy. James Robinson in the first half, 64 yards, touchdown. And the second half, 12 yards, touchdown. Oh, wow. And, and they were winning in the second half because he had yeah. 78 rushing yards. At wow, the end I didn't even know that. So <laughs> how do you go from – the game plan was to rush the ball the whole time. And I'm yeah. sitting there and I'm thinking, why, why are you not – blitzing them because they're just running the ball down your throats. Yep. And that's how they're winning this game, 14-0. Yep. And instead of continuing to go with the rushing game, they just kind of fell behind the, the momentum of Joe Burrow yeah. and ended up passing the ball and couldn't really go anywhere. And you know what's crazy is that I think at one point it was 14-14 and the Jaguars scored with the James Robinson second touchdown. 
And I'm like, okay, they just got the momentum back. And then after that, it was just flat again. It was just completely, I think that, that drive after 21, 21, they just, they didn't, they, they needed to convert. It was like third and two and they didn't convert on that. And that was, that was the killer. In my opinion, that look, if James Robinson's killing it and you know how running backs like James Robinson are, they're not elusive. They're more power. They, you keep running down their throat because eventually those guys are going to get tired of tackling. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was kind of interesting that they stopped running the ball and Joe Burrow and and the Bengals completely turned around their game. I mean, Joe Burrow ended up with, he started the first half 95 yards, ended up with 348 and two touchdowns, yeah. 27 yeah. fantasy points. That's that's pretty good for a second awesome. one half performance. That's awesome. Uh, Tyler Boyd kept killing it, just kept getting catches and yards, ended up yeah. with 20.8. Jamar Chase, 13.7, good game. Great game. Jamar uh, Chase looks like the real deal, man. I, I called it. I said beginning Dude. of the year. I have made some really bad calls. You did. You did. You, really you, you said it. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. And that is one of my calls. And I'm happy with it because he was – because I was thinking about it. And I haven't made a single first-round draft pick in Dynasty except for Jamar Chase. And I that's wasn't supposed true. to make that pick. Yeah, that's true. I didn't yeah. have the pick. And I traded Kenny Galladay and got the pick. And it yeah. works out. And I hope – It's nuts how – I think it's, it's crazy. Out of all the receivers, like week one, Devontae Smith kind of looked really good – I think Jamar Chase is by far better than all of them. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know what? It's the fact that they have that built-in chemistry already. Yeah. That was one thing that the Bengals were banking on when they drafted him, was that yep. he played with Burrow in the past, and they're going to have that chemistry, so why not just bring him on? 100%. And it looks yeah. like it was the right decision. Uh, and the surprising guy from yesterday's game. LaVisca, baby. Oh, not LaVisca. Uzoma. Oh, CJ Uzama. Five catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. And I mean, it happens every year. Yes. This guy has one good so game. For every me, game. it's not a surprise, I guess. That's why I said LaVisca. Because LaVisca to me was like, whoa. Well, they do. I mean, when I was watching the game, I'm just like, okay, there's two things that's that's going on. There's realistically two and a half options that the Jaguars are going to run. Yeah, yeah. True. It's either a read option, James Robinson up the middle, or they're going to pass short to LaVisca Show. And they yeah. couldn't help it. And it was yeah. just, I'm just, I feel like I'm watching replays the I whole mean, time. It's funny because before yesterday's game, everyone's like, oh, Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones. And I was just like, dude, Marvin Jones has like the most like red zone targets or something. It's like a crazy number. And he ended up with like five points. Horrible stat line. Yeah. Three targets. I mean, he caught all his targets, but 24 yards, you know, five points. Yeah. Visca Chenault was just, I mean, after Chark went down, just a target machine. That's another one, DJ Chark. That's a that's kind of a big loss for a young team like that. So huge loss. You gotta find huge out loss. how maybe Agnew with that nice catch that he made. Maybe he can be the wide receiver three. Yeah, end. you're right. I mean, that guy was what a cornerback turned into a punt returner. I mean, yeah, kick returner turned into a wide receiver. That's pretty cool. Touchdown yeah. last week, and yeah. then you got the last one here. Your boy Joe Mixon. Now, when I'm the in. first half. I, I was cursing Joe Mixon. I was Me like, why Me did too. you even why do you talk about this guy? He sucks. And Me the too. second half, he just started making these cuts. That touchdown was an amazing cut he made to the left side. Yeah. And it was it was like, you know what? All right, that's the Joe Mixon I know. And then the real Joe Mixon I know came out. And in the fourth quarter, he's standing on the sidelines, stretching his hamstrings or something. Yeah, that's that's Joe Mixon. That's the yeah. real Joe Mixon. And yeah. now the question is, do you pick up P Ryan? I mean, yeah, I would, but to be honest, Zach Taylor came out just now, actually, right before we went on, and said that he's fine. He had a little bit of an ankle sprain, and he's good. And I know people think like Zach Taylor. You never agree. You never know with Zach Taylor because Zach Taylor is the type of guy who like 
you know, he'll like tell you something like last week, like last year, he saw everyone Joe Mixon's fine and he never came back for six weeks. They never even put him on IR. Um, but this week, I honestly believe he's fine because if you watch the end of the game, he was running all into the floor and jumping all over McPherson and he was fine. I think Joe Mixon was fine. I think he was precautionary. I think I saw the play where he got messed up. I think he's okay. For me, first half, like you said, worried about Joe Mixon. They were down. Second half, love Joe Mixon. Obviously, killer runs, great big gains. The, what scares me is the lack of passing game work. I mean, I don't get why he got one target, I think. I mean, it was his own fault he dropped the ball, but he had two targets. One he picked for a yard. One he dropped for, like, he could have – it was probably always going to be for a yard, but they need to throw the ball to him a little bit more. I guess they have so many receivers that – I think that's what it is because when Joe Mixon started a couple of years ago, can you name one receiver that was on the team? Yeah, true. Realistically, probably not. Yeah. Um, and now they have Higgins, Chase. Bonafide guys, Boyd, yeah. And then yeah. – Uzama is playing amazing. So they have four receivers already on the outside. You don't need to use Joe Mixon so much. You don't need to overuse yeah. him. Yeah. There's always that risk, the McCaffrey. That's something that happens to, to Mixon every year. Is you overuse the guy and then his legs don't work anymore. And yeah. you know what? If I'm a Mixon owner like you are, I would be happy with the fact that they sat him out and it's precaution and whatever. Yeah. Hey. Let him get that stat line. You know what? 15 points a week from Mixon, I'll take it. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. And to be honest, he's the league leader in rushing and he has 10 days to get healthy. I think he'll be up. Sounds good, man. Um, so we got a couple injuries here that have just been confirmed. Julio yes. Jones not playing. Yes. AJ Brown not playing. Shepard yeah. not playing, Slayton not playing. Yeah, definitely doubtful. Yeah, um, there's a lot of guys here, and a lot, of, guys out of, a lot of backups, a lot of pickups. Give me yeah. some streamers. Who you think we can pick up this Sunday? So, so yeah, we're. I guess we'll go by position. And and to be honest, my QB streamer of the week was Joe Burrow. I used him. I streamed him in a league. Great pickup. Great idea. But if I'm gonna pick something for Sunday, uh, my streamer of the week is going to be. Pretty funny enough, Taylor Heineke. I mean, the guy put up back-to-back 20-point games, had a rushing touchdown last week, had eight rush attempts going up against Atlanta's defense. I think Heineke has a great game. I think he's a great streaming option. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be actually be streaming him in one league as well. I'm a big quarterback streaming guy. I think I'm going to be streaming Heineke in, um, in our Fantasy Dimes League. I mean, that's – yeah, it's, it's – I, I just don't trust Washington. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think their defense is so bad that he's gonna like this might be a shootout. No, but there's also Sam Darnold. A lot of people don't pick up Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Dallas. Darnold. I think I'm gonna go with Sam Darnold this week. But one thing I was looking into, and it's pretty interesting. Um, I was just checking the QB rankings for this season, and I wasn't going by total points, I was going by average. And if, who is QB number one? Who do you think would be QB number one if we said average fantasy points per week? Hmm. QB number one at fantasy points per game, I would have to say Josh Allen because he had a big crazy game last week. Give me three guys. Josh Allen. I give you Josh Allen. I give you, I don't know, Mahomes, I guess somebody's supposed to say. And uh-huh. uh, and Justin Herbert, maybe? Tom Brady, number one. Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom Brady is number one in fantasy points. He's even rush. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's it's just throwing, and it's amazing. And someone that was on that top, I think he was top five. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's Kirk Cousins, dude. 
And yes. people have been just... I hate Kirk Cousins, of, but he is so good. But he is a damn good quarterback. This, this and it's about really time good. that, you yeah. know what? I picked up Sam Darnold yesterday, and I'm thinking about picking up Kirk Cousins instead and playing him. That's not a bad idea. That's because he gets so many fantasy points per week. It's yeah, and it, uh, they're versing um, the Cleveland Browns, which could be a little bit of a shaky matchup. But if this guy's not playing, that's why I like uh, Sam Donald this week because he's playing the Cowboys. You know what? I think yeah, I believe somebody's not playing on the on the secondary for the um, who's the Greedy Williams? Maybe Greedy Williams is out, or or uh, some or injuries. I don't remember. Yeah, one of them is out, and so I think he's a great matchup. I think he's gonna be a good matchup. And I mean, he's got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, they look good. I mean, the big they see plays. If he doesn't, Madison looks like he can handle uh, running back one role. Okay, could you, could you would, would you say the best handcuff in the league, Madison or Kareem Hunt? But Kareem's hand, not even a handcuff. Well, it's not really a hand. I mean, a handcuff. Uh, yeah, I would say Madison. I think Madison. Tony Pollard is definitely up there. Tony Pollard's up there, yeah. If you consider Kareem Hunt handcuffed, then yeah, Kareem Hunt. But those are definitely my top three, I think. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Um, yeah, cool. that's that for me. That's quarterback streamer. Wide receiver streamer. I mean, A.J. Brown out. <laughs> Julio Jones out. Did you see oh. that their, their, their uh, depth chart for wide receivers now? Yeah, I mean, you got Chester Rogers, Josh Reynolds, you got all these guys. Nick um, Westbrook. But I, I'm going with the, I'm going with Westbrook Akina. I think he's going to be the streamer of the week. I think he goes up against the Jets, and I think that they have enough. They don't have enough passing ability. I, w- I would go with Westbrook Akina for if you want a streamer, and if and if he's not available for some reason, if you know some of the owners had picked him up, I'd go with Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder makes a return this week. Braxton Barrios was getting targets upon targets. I think Jameson Crowder comes in against a really bad Tennessee defense and he'll, he'll gain, he'll get some receptions. I think he'll gain some yards and, you know, he'll give you one of those like 12, 13 point games that you might need in your flex. You saw Denzel Mims is now active. Do you think he takes away from Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. He just reported he's active this week. I think that's because Elijah Moore is out, right? So one catch the season. So maybe more than that. (laughs) Denzel Mims, who Robert Sala says that he still believes. So let's see. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I like uh, I like and Crowder. He's always a safety kind of net to go to. Uh, I like Brian Edwards. Brian oh, Edwards against the Chargers Edwards. this week, Monday Night yes. Football. That's a great game. Have yes. a lot riding on that one too. Uh, I would definitely. I'm gonna go with Brian Edwards for this one. Uh, I think that's gonna be a shootout. So I think he's definitely gonna be a big part of that for sure. I like that call. I like that call. But from uh, Titans, <clears throat> I would take Chester Rogers. I think he scored last week. And he has experience, I think, on the Colts it was. And he scored against the Colts last week. So I think on that team, he's going to be the number one for sure. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that. Do you have any running back streamers? Because someone asked me for a running back streamer. I do. And I couldn't really give them anything. I couldn't. I like, do. Running backs are I so hard to think of. Amazing running back streamer. Give me. Uh, Cordero Patterson. I think Cordero Patterson is going to be a stud week in, week out, in your flex, in a bye week punch, pinch, punch, in a bye week pinch, you will play Cordero Patterson. It's funny enough to think that you will play Cordero Patterson. You will play Cordero. And the beauty about Cordero Patterson in Yahoo, I don't know how he is in any other league, he can play two positions. He can play wide receiver and running back. So he could be your wide receiver flex too. Like 
I think Cordero Patterson this week, I guess, especially against that horrible Washington defense, I think he's a perfect streamer. I'm pretty sure I had Cordero Patterson and I just dropped him for no reason. And now I regret that because, like, I do all my moves. Um, yeah, I guess Cordero Patterson. I mean, Chuba Hubbard is kind of – he should be owned in almost all the leagues now at this point. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, maybe? Peyton Barber, if Josh Jacobs doesn't play? I had Peyton Barber on my list as well. I yeah, think Peyton Barber is a great streamer. Yeah. If Josh Jacobs is out again, which hopefully he's not because I traded for him again. Yeah. <laughs> These injured players. I don't know why I trade with you, giving me all the yeah. injured players. I have all the injured guys. Yeah, I, I should know that by now. Yeah. Um, like but yeah, so hopefully, I mean, hopefully he plays. If he doesn't, I, I don't even use running backs anyways at this point. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, I like Peyton Barber. I think Peyton Barber is a good one. I'm going to go with Gainwell this week. Okay. I like it. I think Miles Sanders is kind of disappeared. Yeah, well, yeah we're, we're going to get into that when we talk about the running back situation. I, I, want, your person, on, I want your take on There's one person that I'm going to talk about in our league who has okay. been hyping up Miles Sanders. So I just want him oh, to if he's listening course, to that, but course, I want to rip course. him a little bit. Of course. Um, give me your tight end. So I got two. Yeah, I got Ross Dwelly in the case George Kittle does not play. Okay. And I have uh, Anthony Frisker. I mean, Anthony Frisker was great last year. And I think this year, this week, he's actually coming back this week after, you know, uh, dealing with a knee injury this year. And I think with the, with the lack of passing options that they have, I think they might look to Frisker in, in the end zone a few times. And you never know. He might pop off for like 11, 12 points. And, hey, you'll take that for a tight end. No, that's definitely a good option. Um, uh, I like... Tyler Conklin this week from Minnesota. I think he's definitely taken over the Irv Smith Jr. role. Yep. And he's been a big part of that. But one guy that I have that's like a super sleeper, that's only less than like 1% of the league, is Tommy Tremble. Oh, yeah. Tommy Tremble, I don't know, last week he just decided to show up out of nowhere. Yeah. And then they traded Dan Arnold to Jacksonville for Mm -hmm. CJ Henderson, which was a great move, I think, for them. I agree. After losing their cornerback to that. Yeah. Yeah, Horn. Um, I think Tommy Tremble could definitely be a big part of this because they have all these receivers. And one person I really hate is Robbie Anderson because I put so much stock <laughs> into Robbie Anderson this year. And he I I don't know why I thought he was gonna be good, but I guess last year was just a fluke year. Yeah. And, and now I regret telling anyone to pick up Robbie Anderson because I think Robbie and I think DJ Moore has a down year down week this week because Trayvon Diggs is gonna be on it. So I think Robbie Anderson actually, I mean, I think Robbie Anderson is going to have a good week. I think Robbie Anderson this week pops off. And I think this is the week that you held up Robbie Anderson for. By the way, I said Joe Horn. It's not the receiver Joe Horn from the Rams. It's J.C. Horn that went down with the injury. I don't know why I said Joe Horn. Um, I love Joe Horn. Uh, I don't know if you remember Joe Horn, husband, but he was no, a great receiver. Before um, Yeah. Uh, but no, I think he is, uh, I think Robbie Anderson has a great week this week, but yeah, if I, Chubby Tremble last week popped off when um, McCaffrey went down, I think Tremble's a great pickup. I also like Dawson Knox. I think Dawson Knox against My the only Houston. issue with Dawson Knox is that they have so many receivers on that team. That's the thing. It's, the it's, thing. You don't even, I have Stefan Diggs, and I even think about benching him sometimes because I don't know no, what direction I'm getting. And it's like one week he'll get you 14, 15, and then the next week he'll get you like eight. And it's yeah. like, okay, who was the leading receiver that week? Cole yeah. Beasley one week, Emmanuel Sanders one week, Dawson Knox one week, uh, Gabe Davis one week. And you're like, all right, now what do I do? And you don't yeah, even I trust agree. the running backs, but then the running backs get points. 
it's it's that whole Buffalo situation. As much as I love them, yeah, I don't know what to do with them. The only thing that's a guarantee there is really Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, and he popped off last week. Yeah, 100%. Let's get into some of these running back situations. I know there's a lot oh, of no. We have a defense streamer. Oh, we, we do have. have. Oh, yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, just waiting on the defense streamer. The defense streamer. I played Jacksonville. Horrible decision. I thought they were going to do better than that. I Quite played Bengals, so it's not much better. So don't feel so bad. Who'd you pick? I picked the Bengals. Yeah, same. I, I picked. Oh, oh yeah, I say Jacksonville. Yeah, you I said Jacksonville. Sorry, I picked the Bengals defense. Oh, okay, Bengals. okay. I picked the Bengals defense and horrible choice um, by me. But uh, I think Tennessee. Tennessee, who's been they've been a bad defense this year. I mean, they've given up a lot of points. They're going up against the Jets. The Jets haven't scored a point since Week One. Not one point. You know, the Giants suck, right? I get it. The Giants suck. It hurts. They put up points, yeah. The Jets can't score a point? Like, come on, man. Like, you got a quarterback. He scored one. A field goal. You're telling me you haven't been had a chance to score a field goal in two weeks? You can't, you can't dog on the Jets too much. The Jets and the Giants have the same record in, like, the last three years or something like that. That's fine. You I, so. a I, I read some stat in like the last three or five years overall record. You're in the NFL, the score a one point. <laughs> like maybe something. They're tanking. Maybe they're tanking for the number one pick, man. You don't know that. Right. Yeah, but tiebreakers. Oh, you have to have the least points to get the first pick in the tiebreaker. Yeah. So they're, they're making, maybe uh, they're doing ooh. what they want to do. You don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Tennessee defense, play them. Hopefully the Jets score a point, but not as many. Um, uh, what's your defense streamer of the week? I, I mean, you can't go wrong with Tennessee. They're playing the Jets. Jets are just awful. Right? Um, it's, it's it's tough, man. Uh, maybe Miami. Yeah, Colts. Yeah, the Colts. The Colts haven't looked that great this season. Jonathan Taylor has been a bum this whole season. I thank God I didn't make that trade for him. Oh well, it didn't work out because I was trying to get him. Yeah. Uh, but he's just been awful this season. I think he hasn't passed more than eight points this season or something like that. Yeah, pretty bad. But I, I think maybe defense, Miami's defense is not bad. It's it's maybe not a bad streaming option if you don't have anyone else. Agreed. I, like I, I said, I picked the Bengals, so don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking Same. about. Same, I picked the Bengals too. Um, I have Tennessee in another league though. Uh, okay, quickly, our running back situations. We'll go through these quickly. You tell me who you think emerges out of this backfield as the number one guy. All We're right. going to start off with... We're going to do this kind of rapid fire almost. Baltimore running back situation. You got Tyson. You got Latavius. You got Devontae Freeman, who probably is, I heard, is going to get cut for Le- Le'Veon Bell. So let's just say you got Le'Veon Bell. You got those three. Cut Le'Veon. Um, I got Latavius Murray. Wow. Goal line work. I think wow. Lamar Jackson I- does all the running aside from the goal line work. So I think Latavius Murray gets the goal line work. I agree. I, I say Le'Veon Bell comes and takes the spot over because none of these guys have, have shown that they can. But to be honest, don't expect much. I mean, talk, I'm talking about like six points a week. Um, Buffalo running back situation, like you mentioned, Zach Moss coming out, you know, tearing it up the last few weeks. Devin Singletary has some good runs. Who out of those two emerges as the number one running back in Buffalo? Uh, I, I don't know. That's it's like it's like goal line work is Zach Moss, but then not goal line work. Like once you're outside the red zone, it's single. Who would you rather own right now? I would rather own Zach Moss. Agreed. Zach Moss for me too. I think Zach Moss, bigger dude. I think I'm slowly switching to single Terry. Yeah, true. True. Um, okay. Atlanta's running back situation. Right now, if you had a choice, 
Is that do really you want more Daryl Patterson? Do you want Mike Davis? It, how is it that a situation? Cordero yeah. Patterson's the guy, man. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, to me, he is too. I mean, Mike Davis still considered the starter, but I mean, if I had to choose between the two, I'm playing Cordero. Mike Davis has shown nothing. I agree. I agree. Uh, none. Uh, okay, so we're in agreeing, agreement with that. New England running back situation. James White is out. So let's just say James White is out. Let's just say Damian Harris is the man. Damian Harris doesn't catch the ball. Which out of these, J.J. Taylor, Brandon Bolden, or Ramondre Stevenson, who do you think comes out and takes James White's spot? Because James White was putting up numbers, man. I think I think Bolden is their best pass-catching running back at this point. Brett Burkett isn't there anymore, right? I'm pretty no, sure. he's in Houston with all the other old running backs. Yeah, okay. So that's where he would have been. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess Bolden is the best pass-catching back at this point. Yeah, I think Bolden is the best option, but I really think that this guy uh, – I think I think Ramondre Stevenson comes out of this one finally and blows up. I know he had a fumble and then got really good preseason, but I haven't yeah, really seen uh, anything from him. Well, he's been inactive the last two games because he fumbled in game one. So, uh, and you're going up against the Buccaneers this week. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a tough call. I think this week maybe we'll tell, but to be honest, even this week might not even tell. Um, Sony Michelle. Yeah. Trade back. For him. Yeah. Carolina running back situation. Right. You got Chubba Herbert. You got Royce Freeman. Obviously, McCaffrey's out. You want to own Hubbard right now, long term? Or, I mean, for the for the time being. Do you think Royce Freeman takes takes some load? I think Chubba Hubbard's a small dude. Yeah. I think Chubba Hubbard looked like he was amazing last week. Okay, he fit perfectly into that CMC role. I agree. I think I, obviously I take Chubba, but I think Royce Freeman takes more than people think. Tampa Bay running back situation. Giovanni Bernard is out this week officially. Ronald Jones seems to be like unheard of. Leonard Fournette take over most of the role this week. You think? Against New England? Uh, or do you think we see a little bit of Keyshawn Bond? I wish. The I worst pick, first round pick of, in dynasty history. Yeah, seriously. He's never active. I can't, um, uh, for that. I can't yeah. see Rojo doing anything. Me too. I agree. Miami running back situation. Gaskin had a good week last week. Malcolm Brown, Savan Ahmed had no carries last week, no touches. What do you think? Yeah, That's Chase Claypool is uh, man. That's your boy, Chase Claypool. Uh, I'm I needed him to. It's whatever. Uh, yeah, injury, man. Hey, I don't even have IR spots to put people in. I saw that. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah, pretty bad. So, what do you think? You think Gaskin takes out, takes over now officially? Him and Malcolm Brown make it a one-two time, one-two thing. I think it's Gaskin's job to lose. I think at this point they've given him all the opportunities, so. I have I I think it's Gaskin too, but I have a weird feeling. Marlon Mack gets traded to Miami. To where? I don't know why? To Miami. I got a weird oh, feeling. Marlon Mack, yeah. I have a weird feeling. I don't know why. Picked him up, so why not? Yeah, never know. Never know. Raiders running back situation. Obviously, this is if Josh Jacobs is out. If Payne Josh Barber, Kenyon Drake. Payne Barber. Great. Payne Drake is a bum. He is a bum. A big bum. Um, Kansas City running back. Obviously, Clyde had a great week last week. He fumbled, still got the carries. Do you trust Clyde still? I was high on Clyde in the beginning of the season, and now they're one and two. So what does that tell you? They started <laughs> running the ball, now they're one and two. When they weren't running the ball, they were Super Bowl champions. You I think they need to run the ball more. I think they throw too much. I think they don't throw enough. Yeah, maybe. I think they got to start throwing the ball more. 
hey, I guess Josh this Gordon, week they signed Josh Gordon. Hopefully, he becomes Josh Gordon, baby. Something. Fifth chance. Fifth chance to time. Fifth chance Sixth to charm. Sixth chance. I don't know. Yo, I cannot wait for Josh Gordon. I think Josh Gordon's going to be Bob. I think if Josh Gordon comes still, in. If he can still outrun the cornerbacks like he did in the past, and you have Tyreek Hill on the other side, and you have Kelsey in the middle, that is going to be really bad for a lot of defense. Yeah, agreed. They're just going to beat you on all ends. Like, you can't even agreed. do anything. And Andy Reid said today that Josh, I mean, Josh Gordon is not ready to play this week, but he looked really good. He's in great shape. And to be honest, I think that's what they lack right now. They lack uh, another guy besides Hill and Kelsey, and everyone's honing in on Hill and Kelsey. Gordon could be that guy. You know what? A lot of people, they didn't think anything of Sammy Watkins, but Sammy Watkins, it, it shows that, you know what? Yes. As little as he did as a chief, it was still someone to look at. I agree. So took away from Tyree Kill, but now you don't have that guy. You got to have someone else. I Nick Hardman's not there. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the Eagles last. We're going to the Colts quickly. Do you think Naeem Hines is officially a every week starter in your flex? Yes. I agree. I think you can play him over Jonathan Taylor at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what happened to Jonathan Taylor, but he doesn't know but how to Last run. week with Marlon back inactive, dude, I mean, Naeem Hines was everywhere. Like goal line touches. And he's he's great at catching the, uh, the ball. So he can do I mean, a lot yo, They resigned him to like a four-year, three-year extension or something. They're going to use the guy. He's I making think, $34 million, you know? Yeah, I think he's definitely a better player right now than uh, than JT. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Eagles running back situation. Miles Sanders, nowhere to be seen last week. Kenneth Gainwell, junk time, um, yardage, and points in fantasy, which count. What him. do you think moving forward? I know you said you have something to say. I love it. I love it. I hate Miles Sanders. And <laughs> there's one person, Ali Abbas. I don't know if you're listening or not, but. But thank you, because he was ripping me all offseason about Miles Sanders, because I was always talking smack about Miles Sanders and how it's going to be a committee. And I thought it was going to be a committee with Boston Scott. And clearly, they drafted Kenneth Gainwell for a reason. And he said, oh, what committee, what committee, after I think week one when he got like 10 fantasy points. And where is he now? Now he's just on the bench watching Kenneth Gainwell do all the work. And eventually... He's going to be nothing, and you can try and trade him for all the things in the world, but I will not give anything for Miles Sanders at this point. I don't know how, in a game where you're trailing 21, you score 21 points or 22 points, whatever it is, 21. You score 21 points, and Miles Sanders has, like, three rushes, like, barely any targets. Like, what? He's, What's happening? Kenneth Gainwell is the pass-catching back on that team. Yeah. And – it becomes too it's, – it's, I think we talked a little bit about this last season. It becomes very obvious. If you're a running back, if you're a team like the Colts, right, where you have one guy yeah. who's a pass-catching guy and one guy who's your running guy, the running guy, as soon as he comes in the game, they're just going to blitz you. Yeah, they know yeah. that, okay, this guy, JT, is just going to run the ball. He's not going to catch it. Yeah. Just stack the box. Then he doesn't do anything. Miles Sanders can't catch the ball as well as Kenneth Gainwell can. Yeah. But if Kenneth Gainwell is in the game – you have that option. Okay, we can run a screen. We can run some RPO. We can give him the ball and let him run still. And it gives it keeps the defense off, off their toes a little bit, on their toes a little bit. But with Miles Sanders, it's like, okay, he's going to run the ball in what? Three yards, get tackled, do nothing, get off the field. I agree. I agree. What a guy, Miles Sanders. Oh, I agree. I think that um, – I think Miles Sanders is 
I don't even know. I I'd rather have Gainwell. I think Gainwell, if he continues to play well, I think Gainwell can take over a little bit, a little bit more. It's, it's I can't believe I'm saying that because I think Miles Sanders is a really good talent. I just think that they don't use him and they don't need him and they don't they can they have Gainwell and they have other people that they can use and Jalen Hurts runs the ball himself. So, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's what I think. Now, before we get into the dime and the duds and everything, I just have I want to talk to you about something because this tight end situation is very, very tricky for me. Okay. And I just want to talk about tight ends because a lot of people, they're talking, I've heard, Kittle is a better tight end than Kelsey. Waller is better than Kittle. Hawkinson is the best out of all of them all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm very confused at this point when it comes to who to, who to, like in DFS, for example, who would I take on a weekly basis? Because last week, Hawkinson, three points. And I got lucky I won, even though he gave me three. Now, out of these guys, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, Hawkinson, because I think they're the top four, who would you trust on a weekly basis? Who do you think is the best tight end out of all of them? I think it's not even a question. I don't think it's even a, like you. If anybody has, says anyone else besides Travis Kelsey, they must be on another world. Travis Kelsey has been the most consistent tight end for the last like five years. Not only that, he has the only other player to have as many 20 plus point games. Only other player is Christian McCaffrey. Which is like from a tight end perspective in fantasy, he's the best. In reality, he's the best. In reality. So not in fantasy, in in actual football. Both. He's the best. Over Kittle and Waller. 1,000%. And I think, yes, there will come a time where obviously Kelsey will get older and Kittle and these guys may even be better than Kelsey down the line. But there is no way you're telling me Kelsey's not the best tight end in the league. (laughs) I'm with you. I think Kelsey is the best. And I've said Kelsey is the best. But people are telling me, no, Kittle is better because he can block and stuff. All right. But... But what does his blocking get him? Exactly. And Kelsey doesn't... Kittle just got traded. Kelsey yes, block, in, in, and I'm in, sure he'll be good at blocking. Yeah. They're telling him to catch. <laughs> okay, so you put Kelsey one, now two. Is Kittle still Kittle's two? Number, I think Kittle's number two. In fantasy? In re- both. In both. I I cannot put Kittle number two in fantasy anymore. I think he is. I don't know. I, I think it's too tough for him. I honestly, as much as I... I hate to do it, but I think I have to put Hawkinson at number two. Just wow. Because, just because oh, in, fantasy, in fantasy, I think it's between Waller and Hawkinson. It's Waller's three, Hawkinson's four, man. Not, for fantasy purposes? I mean, he scored – how many points did Hawkinson score last week? Three, but before that? Yeah, but so have Darren Waller? I mean, he's been putting well, up – what, what has Kittle done this season to be the number no, two? Agreed. Player? I agree with you. But Kittle also had an amazing season two years ago where he All right, dominated. That was two years ago. I'm talking about now. Yeah, well, last year he was injured, so you can't count that. Hawkins, what has Hawkinson done? He's been in the league for like three years. He's talking off now. Hawkinson was tight end four last year, I'm pretty sure, or tight end five. Yeah, but there's on like seven team, tight ends. On a, team, on a team where Quintus Cephas is the number one wide receiver. There's legit seven tight ends that are good. Being tight end four is not that great. Being yeah, tight end two is good because tight end one is always Kelsey. So I'm so. putting Hawkinson as tight end two. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah. I think that he has so much responsibility on that team. Sure, sure. And last I, week, I mean, I, last week, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he's hurt or something because Fells decided that he was going to be the top Well, manager. there's a report that came out, right, that that Campbell said something about him being a vocal point of, on the, of the defenses, and that's why, you know, he's taking up a lot of uh, something like that. I'll read it to you right now. He said, Campbell said, 
uh, said he TJ Hawkinson goes into every week thinking that I'm going to get doubled and I have to beat that. Uh, that that's pretty much what he said. Uh, and, and I mean, it's true. I think he's the main guy, right? They have no one else to throw the ball to. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Would you sell Hawkinson if you had him? Uh, in dynasty, no. In reality, yes. Definitely. So in a one-year league, you trade Hawkins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So who's your seven? You said those four. You said there's seven. There's no offense on your seven? Because I have no offense. Yeah, I think Fant is there, like, number seven or six. That's I another big uh, loss. I mean, these guys, the Broncos, every week they lose one person. So the couple Yeah, I think Fant is there. I think uh, – uh, This week it was KJ Hamler. So is Tim Patrick. I dropped Tim Patrick right before KJ Hamler got hurt because, of course, I did. Um, do you think Tim Patrick is a good pickup? Yeah, I think Tim Patrick is a great pickup. I know a guy who picked him up, and yeah, I think Tim Patrick is great. Yeah, I think. Look, you got. Sorry, going back to the. Sorry, just quickly going back to tight ends. I was just looking at this. Kelsey Water, uh, Waller, Kittle, Hawkinson. Yeah. Um, and then Mark Andrews, Higby, Fant, yeah. Logan Thomas, Kyle Pitts, Gronk. Now you gave me. You told me seven, and now you gave me ten already. So now, no, I'm saying. Gronk uh, <laughs> might not last be. year when he was top four. Yeah. I said because there was like really good seven good ones because Fant wasn't that great last year. Higby was sharing time with Everett. Uh, yeah. Kyle Pitts was never there. Rock, Gronk wasn't what he was this year. Last year was a really low year for tight ends. But I think they're improving this year for sure. Of course, yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think Tim Patrick, uh, he proved that he can do some work. I think so, yeah. Do you think they beat Baltimore? That's a question. Are they at home? I believe they are, yeah. Um, they are at home. I think, I think they beat Baltimore. Wow. What? Yeah. I think they beat Baltimore this week. Man. I think they're, they're, they're a good three and oh, I think they, I mean, I know they played shitty teams, but I mean, I, I sorry, not that. I know they play bad teams, but I think they're three and oh, I think they're good three and oh, I think their defense is really good. They played the, the Jets, the Giants, and I don't remember what the last team was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jets, Giants, and it was a really bad team. I know that. Jacksonville. All right. And you think that they can beat the Ravens? Yeah. I think they can beat the Ravens. The Lions almost beat the Ravens. <laughs> that kick, oh, my. That 66, Justin Tucker yeah. saved some people in Survivor, and I hate him for that. I couldn't believe that. That was a great kick. Honestly, to joint and go backwards somehow, and only Justin Tucker can. Uh, what a guy. Oh, did you pick Baltimore last week in your Survivor? I did not. I picked uh, – who did I pick last week? I think we picked the same team last week. Uh, who did I pick last week? I don't remember. Browns, I think? No. No. I, don't I think it might have been. No, it wasn't the Browns. I'll check right now. Uh, yeah, last week, I picked the Denver Broncos against the Jets. Who did I pick? You picked... Someone's still alive, so that's all that matters. But The Panthers against the Texans. Panthers, there you go. We both picked the Bengals this week. Thank God. Thank God for Joe Burrow. I wonder who the other guys picked. I want to know. Uh, I'm going to assume that they picked the Bills. A lot of them picked the Bills. Yeah, but that's a bad like, choice. You need the Bills for later on. And that's that was my mentality. You know what? Because they're going to play the Jets again. Exactly. So easy win. And down the line, you know what? If there's five people left, and none of them can pick the bills except for me. Exactly. Yeah. Point me and you because yeah. we both pick yeah. the same teams every week. 
Yeah, crazy. Then I'm in a better position than they are. So yeah, my my thing right now. This is, is the only real week you can pick the Bengals, like with, with some trust, you know. Yeah. I, I I mean they've looked good recently, and I think that they yeah. can do a lot yeah. more than they are. For sure, for sure. Okay, give me your dime of the week for this week. Um, okay, dime of the week. Uh, I would say this week's dime of the week. Hmm. I mean, I have a super dime of the week, and I know who that's going to be, and it's going to be easy, easy 40 points for this guy. Easy um, 40 points. Oh, easy, right. 40, easy 40 points. But uh, my dime of the week this week um, is – I mean, it's not a surprise. I think I want I want it to be a surprise. So, like, I mean, I want it to be someone who's not everyone's looking at. I was going to say Travis Kelsey. But you know what? I'm going to be a little bit, a little bit on, on, on the risky side. And I'm going to go with Robbie Anderson as my dime of the week. You heard it here first. Robbie Anderson, 20-plus points this week. Why do you do this to me? I benched him. And now you want me to take him off my bench? I think Quandre Diggs being on DJ Moore, the lack of oh, Christian McCaffrey. And last wow. year, Christian McCaffrey, when Christian McCaffrey was out, Robbie Anderson's numbers spiked. I think this year, this week, Robbie Anderson goes off against that Dallas defense. Oh, God. I don't even know what to do at this point. Now I'm lost. Uh, all right. Well, I was thinking of DJ Moore, but... Now wow. that's counterintuitive at this point. We're going against wow. each other with the same team somehow. I'm down. I'm down. You I'm know down, what? Down. I, you need to thank me for DJ Moore because I told you to draft DJ Moore. You told me you hate DJ good Moore call. and you started slandering. I hate him, but good call. He, I love him now. And, and then <laughs> another one was uh, this this guy from Baltimore. What's his name? J.K. Dobbins. I told you to draft DeAndre Swift and you didn't listen to me. Yeah, DeAndre Swift, man. DeAndre Swift was good. Oh my god. Really good. So that good. team as, as bad as they are, they have some good players. Yeah, the Anderson looks I would be chilling right now if I had the Anderson. 0-3 in that league. Speaking of 0-3, how about your Giants? What do you think about yeah. Kenny Galladay? Yeah, I traded him. Finally traded Kenny Galladay, got rid of him. Oh, nice. Traded him and Antonio Brown, got rid of them. Uh, but hey, this could be the week. You think he's is he your dime of the week this week, or are you going with DJ? Oh, Moore? it's my dud of the week, man. Yeah. My dud of the week, Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones has a rough week, does not reach his projections. I think maybe he's might be around 10 points at the best. Wow, that's they play. What do they play? That's uh um Aaron Jones uh, and Aaron, a. a Ron play the Steelers. Steelers. Oh yeah, that's a good call. TJ Watts back. TJ Watt is back. That's a good – yeah, that's that's not a bad call. I mean, man, the Steelers have some crazy games on their schedule, huh? Yeah. Every week they're doing something. Yeah, they are. It, it is a pretty crazy schedule. So I got Saturday uh, as mine, uh, DJ Moore as my dime. Give me your your guy that's going to pop off. Um, oh. I mean, listen, I know it's going to be shocking to a lot of you guys. I know this is where you don't – you may not believe what I'm about to tell you. I feel like this is some Derek Henry. Is I was be... thinking it. I was thinking I do it. I was gonna pick him too, and I'm like, he's definitely gonna say Derek Henry. So yeah, I don't I mean, know. Derek Henry. I mean, if Derek Henry does not score 40 points this week, I don't know what to tell you because the guy they're gonna run like 100 times. 
they have to run a hundred times. They have yeah, to up and then just get Derrick Henry. This is your week to eat, man. Because today, this is why they pay you the big bucks. Because you're gonna if run. Derrick Henry does not score more than thirty points. I say you drop him. Whoever I drop him, so drop I can take him. Um, I could take him and have him. Who's your super dad of the week? Forty plus points. Forty That's, plus points. Yeah, but like, it's. I mean, realistically, Derrick Henry is the best option at this point. Agree, agree. You have to kind of pick Derrick Henry just because of the matchup, but. Uh, I'm gonna go with Darren Waller. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like, I like Monday Night Football. You know what? It's gonna be a good game. I like that one. I like uh, that. One. I can see that. I can see that. I, I. You think the Ravens? I mean, you think the Raiders win this week? Against the Chargers? Uh, no. If the Raiders win, are they for real? No. Like for real, for real? No. I think if the Raiders, I think the Raiders win this week. I think they're for real, for real. Seriously. I think the Raiders win this week, and I think the Raiders are for real, for real. Why do you think they're for real, for real? Because I really want to have a good complement of cap pass catchers. Number two, they have a good running game. Number three, their offensive line is not as bad as before. They don't have a good running game. They have an okay running game. No, I mean, Peyton Barber ran all over the Dolphins last week. Okay, that's Peyton Barber against the Dolphins. Exactly, that's Peyton Barber. That's my point. <laughs> they have a good they have a good tandem of running backs. They have a good O-line, I mean, a decent O-line. They have great, great defense. Max Crosby is amazing. I think they are going to easily, easily make the playoffs, and I think they're going to do damage. They got lucky against the Ravens. Because Lamar Jackson fumbled in overtime. Oh, that's luck. Oh, that's luck. Okay. Okay. That's what what do you mean? How's that not? It wasn't caused by uh, someone punching the ball out. It was luck, man. They should have the the Ravens should have won that game like three times and they didn't. So they got lucky. Derek Carr, baby, my man. Derek Carr. All right. The Steelers are a joke. The Ben Roethlisberger should just retire. I don't know what he's doing still playing football. And Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback. So I wouldn't even – they lost to the Bengals too, so I, I don't really count that. That's like, okay, you should beat the Steelers at this point. And then they beat Miami in overtime. Miami without Tua. Miami with Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback. Okay. Miami with okay. – Where's Kansas City played? Kansas City. Uh, they lost to the Ravens. Lost to, yeah. Who the, who the Raiders beat. They've lost to the Chargers, who now we'll see if the Raiders can beat. And then who did they beat week one? They beat week one. They beat the Browns. Yeah. And that was hella close. They lost to the Ravens by one. That was hella close. They beat the Chief, the Browns by four. But, the, yeah. but again, their defense is not really helping them. Yeah, the, so I mean that's 29, not, that's not, 30, 36, 29, yeah. 36, and 30. That's not my fault. My my point is you still lost. You're one and two. If this week the Raiders yeah. beat the Chargers who beat the Chiefs, the Raiders are the best team in the AFC. You, really, you are really telling me the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde, Andy Reid, Super Bowl champion Chiefs are worse than the Raiders, who haven't been good since I think before I was born. I think if they win this week, yes. But I think if they win this week, they are contenders. 
Who are they playing this week? I hope they lose this week. Who are they They're versus the Chargers on Monday night. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so you think if they beat the Chargers. All right, let's look at this. All right. They if they don't the beat the Chargers, they are way below expectation. Like, whatever. You're right. They're the same old Raiders. They beat the Chargers. They are going to be. You know what? The schedule is pretty easy. Even if they lose to the Chargers, then they got the Bears. They should win. Broncos, I think they can beat. The Eagles, the Giants, which is a walkover. Uh, Where do they play the Chiefs? November 14th. Wow. That is going to be a good one. Um, That's going to be great. They play each other once, twice. December 12th is the next one. Twice, I think, yeah. They should play each other twice. Yeah, December 12th. And then they play the Chargers week 18, which will be the end of the fantasy football season. But yeah, it'd be yeah. a really good matchup. I mean, the West is just – it's amazing. The AFC West, NFC West. NFC West, Rams and Cardinals. So, oh my gosh. You think I should play D-Hop realistically? Coming off rib injury, five points last week against going up against, against the Rams. Rams, against Rams. Rams. No, but you have to, right? That's what I'm saying. No, but you have to. And the same thing. Someone asked me about that, and I said, no, but you invested so much in him, you have to. And Absolutely. someone else asked me the same thing about Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, same thing. You invested so much into him that, you know what, he's playing the Saints, but he'll probably play – he probably won't do anything, but you kind of have to play him. Agreed. It's just yeah, tough, man. Any other, any other topics you want to bring up? No, I mean that's it for me. I think this week is going to be a good, a crazy week. Those who are zero and three, think about I it. Am, you have an extra week this year. I am zero three in sleeper in my in oh. fantasy dimes twelve man league, and I think I have given up at this point. No, I if you're zero and three, man, it's extra week. You're zero and two technically. I'm so gonna don't worry. I'm, I'm gonna lose this week again. If so you I'm go in four, you should be worried. If you go in three, you should be okay. I have once gone 0 and four and won a league. So you wonder possible. Yeah. I've had some bad luck. I have Henderson, AJ Brown, Robbie Anderson. No, that's of, yeah. uh, no offense. A lot of useless guys. If you Tom Brady, so that, that could turn around my that's good. 0 and 3. This is the week you all win. Whoever's 0 and 3, you're all gonna win. No, I'm going on four. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. See you this week. Good luck. See you next week. Good luck.